Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, Jared Mom, joined as always by Jared Dad. Hi. How's it going, Jared? <laughs> Good. Oh, I'm trying, trying different audio effects. I'm doing fine. Excellent. Uh, the cocktail of the week this week is in front of you. It's called the Mediocre. I did not make that name up. I would talk my cocktails up a little bit more than that. You'd say the great or the awesome. Uh, immediate would be a good one. It's because it's it has mead in it. Oh, That's yeah. That's why it's called the mediocre. Is it Viking blood? Viking blood mead. Oh, uh, so the mediocre, which is not a mediocre drink, has vanilla rum. That's the kind of pun I might make. Mediocre. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be very proud of it, actually. Uh, vanilla rum, mead, honey syrup, and pineapple juice. It's tasty. We've come into some mead. Yeah, dear dad, there's a restaurant in Key West we go to called Firefly, which is great. It's like yes. southern food. Would recommend. Yeah, and uh, they've got a really great like beer and wine list. And I, we don't drink most of the wine. Dear dad gets beer, but they have mead, <laughs> and they serve it in a teeny tiny glass. It's like a dessert wine. Yeah, they get, you get like a shot glass worth. And uh, it's really good, and he always gets it there. And I was like, I'm just going to buy a bottle of the stuff and have it here. Because the miracle of the internet, you can get it. I can. Here comes Hops, hobbling out of the bedroom. How you doing, Hops? Wearing her tennis ball bang. <laughs> so let's jump into dog updates. Hops is doing great. Uh, she got her bandage changed yesterday still at the Still missing vet. that leg. I'm, I'm still waiting for them to fix that. Not coming back. What? That's your last opportunity to make that joke. It was a good one. It, I'm, I'm proud. I'm, I have no regrets. It's not even remotely funny, and you're lucky I didn't edit it out. We can still see. <laughs> you, you still have the final word on that one. Yeah, that's right. Um, no, she's doing great. Um, so they changed her bandage. So it was like giraffe print, and the new one they put on is like bright green so we've colored it like a tennis ball kind of like a costume <laughs> it is good for october i posted it and a bunch of people were like oh i hope guac doesn't confuse her with a tennis ball so he's looking at her kind of funny <laughs> so she's doing good um let's see we were back to mead though you, you were gonna we're finish the mead no nope, we're done oh okay well never mind. we're on the dog updates again. okay yeah, yeah, all right um so she gets her bandage off on friday and then you'll get to see her very giant incision that's all stitched up i've been peeking under the bandage i so haven't I've seen it either yet so it'll be a good mystery and then um so that's friday the bandage comes off and then next tuesday she gets the staples out and she can start doing stuff and then as soon as everything is like fully healed she can swim so that could be next tuesday yeah maybe a little later she we'll will be check. super happy to be visiting her fish friends again i know and we've got her a little vest to kind of help her stay balanced i'm very excited for her uh we did get a call today from the surgeon that they got her um culture back and there is there like was bacteria on her skin like there was a an infection he did not say that it was MRSA um, but it sounds like everything's fine. She's healing really well. So they're doing an extended culture just to make sure the very powerful antibiotics she's getting are, in fact, effective against the bacteria that are there. Are those the skin bumps that she's had? Could be. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, I was saying to Jared earlier that I kind of keep underestimating her because she normally would always sleep on her right side. And it is the right leg that they took off. And when it was hurt before they amputated but when it was sore if she would lay on that side towards the end she couldn't 
really get up when she was on that side because she couldn't push off on it because it was so painful. So she'd kind of get stuck. She'd like jerk her head weird and it was very distressing for her. She was like trying to twist herself around, right? Like yeah, and it didn't work. And so I was like, well, now they cut that leg off. She can't, <laughs> she doesn't have anything to push off with there now. I guess she's going to have to learn to lay on the left. But nope, today she, I heard her getting up and I looked over, she was laying on her right side and she just figured out how to get up without a leg she under there. Like an elegant little wriggle. And then whoop. She's great. So Hobbs is doing awesome. She is. She has reservoirs of resiliency that we didn't even know. That is true. Since she's always whining about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on to Vood's Foods. Here's what Vood's <laughs> has eaten this week. We don't even have a complete list. But he did <laughs> eat. Right. Uh, I bought a book on the internet, which I, I, I don't know that I'd recommend. Uh it was fine. It's called Three Legs and a Spare. It's a, <laughs> Food would recommend. <laughs> it's a book about... It's, so there's some people who run a website called Tripod, P-A-W-D, which is like pretty useful like information just if you're you know suddenly getting a dog who has three legs or are having an amputation. I found it kind of mixed. I mean, it's not by vets, um, but it's a kind of community resource. So like that's fine. And they have a book for like you know, living with a tripod dog. It was kind of like reading an internet forum. Like I didn't get anything out of the book that I couldn't have gotten with an hour on Google. Nothing super surprising or hack. No. And like some, some advice that's like maybe dated or it's just like one person's perspective. They're like, Oh, if your dog isn't sent home with this medication, like that's a bad idea. Like they should have that medication. But, like, we got sent home with other stuff, and it was fine, and she was great. And, you know, it's, it's like anything, you know, like one person's going to write their blog, and they'll tell you what they think. Yeah. And, like, that's fine. But I don't need a book that's just, like, somebody's blog, right? If it's, like, a couple vets who are, like, telling you, like, here's the full standard of care and all of this, like, that's one thing. But anyway, so it's fine. I mean, it may be useful for some people. I feel like I got plenty of stuff from other places. Um, so anyway, we had this book. And uh, and we went out to dinner and we came home and the book was in little shreds on the floor. And it may have been in booths. Jared, did you get a super, pull that mic down. You, you can't just sit up, just pull it. There you go. Talk into it. Yeah. Hi. Some of the book may have been in booths. Potentially. It was a good joke, Jen. Not, it wasn't, no. Totally. <laughs> uh, so he did eat that book. He, he also determined that we could just do a Google search. He really destroyed it. I mean, it wasn't just like he tore a page. No, he, he ripped the thing up. He shredded it. And then a couple nights ago, he was puking. And this is the number one sign that your dog has eaten something that they are trying to get out of their system, uh, especially if your dog is booed. Yeah, he feels guilty. It's the guilt that that's, makes him throw. That's not what it is. No. <laughs> he feels and, sick from guilt. I mean, dogs puke for all kinds of reasons, right? Like puking is part of a dog's life. Yeah. Uh, it's not inherently harmful to them to throw up. No, it's fine. And Boots is not much of a puker unless he's eaten something weird, but he eats something weird all the time. So he threw up a couple times and I'm like, there's probably something in there, but nothing was coming out. So, okay, like whatever it is not coming out and dear dad was outside cleaning up the yard today <laughs> yep picking up piles and i noticed a rubber band hanging out of one of the piles where Boot had been before and i was like what is this so i examined it a little bit longer it was an entire mask whole mask a whole face mask 
like, and we don't have, we don't do the disposable ones. Ours are all like the cut like from like Old Navy from cotton the gap fabric or, ones. Yeah, yeah, Old Navy, right? <laughs> I was like, oh no, you jerk. He's just lucky. He's so stubbornly <sighs> digest this, then there wasn't an issue. What an idiot! He's also sneaky. He he must have snuck oh. off to do, do this, and then you know when we weren't looking, and then later like do 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 do. I just do do. <laughs> He also ate one of my socks. This is why, dear dad, we got to be more careful about not leaving him downstairs because he finds stuff to eat. Downstairs, it's, yeah. I mean, he's eating, he's drinking salt water now when he swims because he can, and there's so many rocks. I mean, we have an unlimited supply of rocks that he I, could eat. I got to say, part of, Voods has been spending a lot of time downstairs because he, he likes to be down there, but also... We've had to be carry we being Jared Dad, has had to carry him up and down the stairs. That's true. We have minimized. We've tried to minimize the trips, right? If I know, I carry him up, and then ten minutes later he's just want, you know barking again because he forgot to go to the bathroom. I feel like I'll just leave him down there for ten more minutes, uh, which turns into like four hours. Yeah, and well. also, Jared Dad is soft like a roasted carrot <laughs> with the dogs. If I let Voot out. And he does his business. Or even if he doesn't, I'm like, do your damn business. And I kind of kick him, maybe sledgehammer at him. <laughs> sledgehammer. Do his business. And then if he's barking later, I'm like, screw you. No. No. <laughs> no. You can't go out again. Fuck you. And Jared Dad's like, oh, he wants to go out. Like, what? He's fine. Jared Dad lets him out. Anyway. Let's him out. It's been carrying him out, which has come at a price. I mean, it's, you know, I'm putting my body where my mouth is on this roastiness. For sure. It's not just going the easy way. It's going the hard way. Well, anyway, Voods, there's no longer an excuse for leaving Voods outside for hours at a time because the elevator is fixed as, as of, of today. Four hours ago, Hooray! we heard the sweet, sweet sound of the elevator Hooray! motor humming to life. <laughs> oh, I have missed you so much, elevator. It is so much easier <laughs> maybe we need to get a second elevator oh my god we need to get n nothing but elevators <laughs> backup <laughs> elevator so easy a backup elevator would be key they're yeah. like thirty thousand dollars we well, can't really i could rig something with a rope and a platform <laughs> i mean the house we rented that's what they had pretty much i mean there was like a motor and a chain and a platform it <laughs> was not a built thing that themselves yeah. we're we're gonna have to look into that i think the motor was on the elevator platform or something it was like really ridiculous Oh, yeah. It was something it worked, though. jerry-rigged. It worked, but it, you remember it scared Queso so much she didn't want to use it? Queso, we, we put her in there once, and she was like, hell no, this, I, I, I'm fine. I'm going to use the stairs. This isn't even, like, level. <laughs> this is swinging down. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, the elevator is fixed, so our life is getting a lot better. It is a big change. Oh, also, Ugh. the front door works again. Yeah, so it's it's been a loud couple days in the household but uh so i think we complained before that anytime it rained we you know you all remember if you watch the snaps that we had hurricane windows put in in january and and i think even before that like november before that like a year ago our front door on our house was kind of damaged we didn't realize it at the time it was damaged in hurricane irma so when the wind would blow hard the entire frame of the door would shift and uh, the door would move water would come in under the door so we were like uh guys could you please just have some dudes come over and put in the new front door that we bought that is sitting under our house along with all the windows and they're like sure so the guys came in they installed the front door and then they left a one inch gap around the outside because it has to get inspected with all the windows so instead of having a door that moves a bit we now have a door with a big one inch gap and it was duct taped for like three or four months it was the re and the reason we wanted it in quickly is because there was a hurricane coming i can't remember yeah. fran or something fred or don't try to remember you don't know something with an f and uh it could not have been an f in november 
It was years ago. It, it still couldn't have been an F All in right, November. It was Xavier. I don't know. <laughs> it Stop was, it. it. Stop alpha. trying to remember. But it was it was before the weekend. There was of a, a storm coming. Of yeah. A, of a, a named storm, and then we had a worse door. Yeah. We had a, a door that had gaps on the side with duct tape. So anyway, when they you the rules down here are way more serious than every place else because of the hurricanes. So when we had the windows put in. In January, they put all the windows in, and then, like, before they could seal them or close them off, there's, like, big gaps. The inspector comes and makes sure that they're, like, anchored in right, and then they finish them all off, and then the inspector comes again. So it's a big long... I've had windows replaced in my house in Maryland. The dudes show up, take out the old windows, put in the new ones, and then they leave. The end. So it's, like, a way more intense thing here. Fine. So then the door, it's sealed now. There's framing, and it rains, and the wind blows against the front door, and water comes in on the floor. Like pours in like a lot like we go through many many towels blocking it up so it doesn't get to the rug so eventually i call the guys and and we didn't pick up on this until like june or july because it it doesn't rain here when it's not hurricane season very often it's called the dry season yeah it rains like june through november and then it's pretty much dry december through may um you know it'll rain occasionally but not much and so we didn't really get any rain until june and then (laughs) those water's coming in or maybe it rained once and we didn't worry about it so finally i'm like all right guys i call the construction guys water comes in under the door obviously you didn't seal this right and so they send the guys out this is a couple months ago they put new seals on it literally rains the next day water comes under maybe even that night it looks the same the water inside looked the same so i call the guy we and and i know we put this on the podcast before but just for quick summary the guy who was putting the new sealant on he's like you know normally with hurricane doors you get them so they open outwards towards the outside so then when you have a 150 mile an hour wind from a hurricane it's blowing it against the seals and that makes the water not come in if it opens to the inside if there's a strong wind against it you know it's going to push it away from the seals and you'll get water in it's like well we're getting a lot more water than that but also why didn't anybody tell us this and so anyway they put the new seals in it rained that night Water comes in again, <laughs> exactly like it did before. So I'm like, all right, well, I guess we should have bought a door that opens out. Front doors are expensive for those of you who have not bought houses, and hurricane-proof, high-velocity impact front doors are very expensive. But whatever, we can't have water coming in. So I call the door and window company, and I, the guy there is awesome. He loves our dogs, and uh, I'm like, hey, uh, look. So we have water coming in under the door. I'm like. Maybe there's a warranty, so they'll just replace this for us. But I'm like, look, it doesn't matter. We need a door that opens out because we've got water coming in. So can you just order one for us? We'll deal with, you know, we've, we'll pay the money if we have to pay the money. And he calls me back the next day. He's like, you have a door that opens out. They just installed the door backwards <laughs> because like the two chumps that they sent over to install it, you know, early when we're like, please put this new door in before the storm. They're like, well, the current door opens in, so we'll install this door opening in. It was the freshman crew, yeah. But then, like, the owner of the construction company, like, the senior guy, the inspector who looked at it twice, everybody looked at it, and they're like, looks good, even though it's an outward door. And, I mean, it's so obvious from the threshold now that that is supposed to be an outside opening door that was opening in. So so for, like, now eight weeks, we've been waiting for them. So I, I... triumphantly emailed the construction company and I was like, you guys, it's in backwards. I'm not even mad. Just come turn it around. So finally, yesterday and today, they came and they turned the door around 
and it they turned it around yesterday and then they, today they came back to finish and it rained really hard last night and it blew against the door and the floor was dry it was so nice <laughs> Such a joy. you look at it now and it's like of, of course <laughs> it should have been facing this way the whole time but like we don't have to know about i have this, this theory so. that the the like solar protection is on the outside too and we'll get much better like insulation now too because it'll reflect the sun better it could be i mean we have they if you come down to the keys or you know maybe if you live in some other hot coastal places the hurricane windows down here are really easy to pick out from other windows because they're green or blue they they've like the windows don't look clear they, yeah, they look a little reflecty or opaque kind of like mirrored sunglasses it's not yeah. quite that dramatic but it's close like you walk down the street and it looks like people have green reflective windows because of the coating that they put on to keep your house from getting super hot because the sun is beating down on you all the time here it's hot so. yeah so we may do better now it might so be it could be fun. that i mean i don't know why they would do the inside I, I don't know how it works but i think it's a laminate that goes on the outside so it may be better excellent i don't even care though as long as there's not water coming in the house I, uh, before I bought my first house, so when I was like a grad student and then, you know, for a couple of years after I finished school, I rented a townhouse and, oh my God, I dated this terrible guy. So I got divorced and then the, I had just the stereotype bad rebound relationship after it just, it, it was so bad. There's a relationship, which I've talked about that lasted like three months. And then I was mad at myself for like a year and a half for dating the guy for putting up with his bullshit for like three months that I made the voodoo doll. Oh about. yeah. Spikies. It made me feel better. Anyway, uh, I had, that guy was like doing an internship at Pitt and I went out to Pittsburgh one weekend with pie and K drove out to Pittsburgh, you know, four and a half hours from DC and got there. And he, you know, I got there on like a Friday afternoon and he was just in the worst mood. And we went out to dinner and I don't, I mean, who knows what he was pissed about, but he stopped talking to me. And this is the thing that he had done a few times. We'd go out to dinner. That's not your birthday thing, is it? No, 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 no. That, that was a different, different boyfriend, different time. <sighs> this guy would just get mad at like some kind of innocuous thing I'd say. And then he would refuse to speak for the rest of the night. And, and so he did that again. And I was like, well, fuck this. Like, I'm out. And it was like, so we went out to dinner and uh and then he stopped talking and i dropped him back where he was staying and like we were supposed to spend the weekend together and i just went to the hotel got the dogs drove home i mean I, it like midnight i left pittsburgh in the worst rainstorm i've ever driven through in my life just buckets of rain that's you should always be proud of that that is a bold boss move it, it was a good move i was finally just like that is enough yeah like, that's exactly right that's exactly right yeah so i drove through just like monsoon of a rainstorm get back to dc or get back to my uh townhouse in maryland and then it's like monday and i finally go down into the basement to do the laundry and there's like eight inches of water on the floor which had come oh, in no. during that storm and it had been there for like four days Ugh. and it just you know the door was always closed i never went down except Gross. and it was a finished basement so carpet Ugh. drywall and so you know, they come, they rip it all out, they fix everything. And then the next time it rains, it happens again. The window wells fill up. <laughs> Water comes in through the windows. Everything. They come, they clear. The window the wells falling up, filling up is like looking out at little aquariums or something. There literally was a frog that lived in one and I would watch it swim around. <laughs> uh, oh my God. Yeah, it was terrible. So like after three or four times, I rigged this system where I had blue tarps 
duct taped to like the base of the window wells that ran down the walls and along the carpet into the unfinished side that had a drain in the floor. So when it would rain, the, the rain would would, the would would go on this tarp. <sighs> and I, I, I mean, it would pour in. And it what the what happened is that like in these townhouses, there was a patio outside and the gutters from the top of the house, like there was a downspout and the downspout ran under the patio and out to the street because the townhouse was like elevated from or whatever the parking lot. Yeah. And so basically, I think in that big storm, the dirt under the patio had eroded and there was a crack in the downspout. So basically all the water from the roof would come down. It would fill up this kind of void under the patio and would flow right into the window wells and then into my basement. I tried for, I, I mean, it feels like almost a year. It probably wasn't quite that long, but close to get the company to fix this. And you know, the guy I was renting from, he didn't care. Like it was a townhouse, right? So it probably wasn't technically his job, but like he, I can't deal with the townhouse people. Uh, I, my mom came out one weekend and we bought a sump pump and like dug down and, you know, got this little shovel, dug down in one of the window wells, put this sump pump in there with a garden hose, Ooh, nice. ran the cord into the basement. So when it would rain, it would pump the water out nice. of the window well. And when I moved out, I mean, I wanted to get out of that place so bad. <laughs> this I'll, I'll just side note my like three times side note here. The guy who rented the place to me. He was uh, like he didn't own the house, but he was a like real estate property management guy. Ugh. His name was Ola. Ola, when I got divorced, my husband and I lived in that house. And when I got divorced, my husband moved out and I was like, you know, take him off. Like I'm, I'm the one who's been paying the bills anyway. It's fine. And he's like, uh, you know, if you ever need some company, I'll, I'm happy to come over. Because I think I was like, you know, can I fix some stuff and you keep the rent at the same price? Like, I just want to paint and, you know, update some things. And he's like, I'd be happy to just, like, bring a pizza and watch you. Oh, That's the guy. Yeah. I could not wait to get out of that place. They would not fix, like, the basement flooding. I'd send them videos of just, like, buckets of water pouring into the basement. They wouldn't fix it. So when I moved out, yeah, I broke the lease when I bought my house, moved out. I left the sump pump plugged in in the basement to spare them the basement flooding. Yeah. And they tried to charge me for leaving trash in the basement for the sump pump. And so then I got all lawyerly on them and I cited the Maryland code at them and like gave them the, all of our emails that I had exchanged. And I was like, let's do it, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard from them again. <laughs> That's a win. Uh, so the front door leaking was very stressful for you. So very the stressful. thing was, every I'm so glad you figured out why I got on that tangent. Hey, yes. I get you. I get you. So, I mean, when I was living there, anytime it would rain... I would get major anxiety, right? I'd just be waiting for my house to flood and mold and like get gross. Like it stressed me out so bad. And so that was not a worry here, right? I mean, it's just water on the floor. The floor is tile. It's fine. But it like revived that latent anxiety I have about water, rain getting in the water house. Water is the enemy, clearly. You don't you want it in your absolutely house. Absolutely right. Water is the enemy of homeowners. And I mean, it was like when our, uh, when we got the mold in Maryland, you know, whatever that was a year and a half ago. I mean, it was a year long process to mitigate the mold in the Maryland basement. Cause one of the, 
one of the window wells sort of started leaking, but also just the cinder, you know, the house yeah. is 75 years old. The cinder block started leaking and we oh. had to get all the, the basements finished, all the drywall taken out. They did like dig trenches and put yeah. in a, all this and stuff. And that was only Huge like project. seepage, right? I mean, that yeah. wasn't flooding. Thank the goodness. house still doesn't smell like it smelled though. I mean, the mold mitigation and, and then refinishing yeah. everything. I mean, it was a huge, awful process for it. Literally, you're right. I mean, just seepage that eventually. But we did, uh, I mean, in, in, in its defense, we haven't had the house full of six dogs for any length of time either. I think part of the characteristic smell of the house, the nice positive Dog. smell was dog <laughs> it does smell more like our house the longer we stay there when we were up for like a month in july or june and july it did start to smell more like our house yeah we end. need like wet dog smell dry dog <laughs> smell you know voodoo smell Voods. yeah anyway uh everybody else is doing fine we got no updates but it's a big succession having the elevator back and a oh, front so door good. that is the way it's designed even though it feels backward right now. I mean, I feel like I'm feel using weird. my left hand instead of my right hand. It's the, like if you notice our front door, it's, it's kind of, it's two doors, right? It's kind of like French doors. They will both open. We only open one side. Uh, and it's now the other side. Yeah. And it opens out. So, it, yeah, it's but weird. But it will, it will undermine Voodoo's power play, which was he would lie across the front door with his million pound body. Yeah. And therefore prevent anyone from going outside and inside. If we were outside and he, he was ticked he'd lay across the door and we couldn't get back in oh if we were outside literally any time he'd be like i'm laying against the front door and then we tried to open it it would not move and we'd have to like push his big old body out of the way and he, and he wouldn't even he pretended oh. not even to notice no like he was just like nah. 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 what is this uncomfortable feeling that is this wall pushing into me forget it <laughs> yeah now the the door opens to the outside yeah he'll so just he fall can. out and be like what <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so, so things are good. What All else right. is he eating? Was there, there uh, was other stuff. That's enough. That's, it's enough. <laughs> All right. Uh, Conk Life this week. There is a dude. Did you see this story? The dude arrested for attempted murder? No. Oh, my God. I don't think so. His, so, dude in a pickup truck is arrested for attempted murder of his girlfriend because his girlfriend comes out, and I think... I. Th my impression is they were having a fight. Oh, I did. He, I did see this. Yes, yeah, yes, yes. He gets yes. in the truck. She's standing on the running boards and and sort of slides down and gets tr somehow stuck yeah. between the ground like and can't get off the, the running boards completely. or something. Yeah. And is stuck under that, which he clearly knows. And he drives for like half a mile Didn't with he her. he back up? He did. He backed up and then drove forward with her under there and dragged her like blocks and blocks. Yeah, it was like a thousand feet or something. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I mean, yeah. she... Like they, the police interviewed her before they airlifted her to Miami. She was in obviously really bad shape. Um, so she, she did survive it. This was procedurally weird, right? Because they arrested him initially, flew her off to Miami, let him out on like $15,000 bail. And then they got her statement. And then they raised the bail to a million dollars and arrested him. Oh. And were like, you're staying in. That's why it was like, that's what I got hung up on. Interesting. <laughs> But That's very lawyerly of they you. They hadn't known how bad it was beforehand, I think, when they set the bail. Yeah. Oh, well, anyway, he's he was taken to jail. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bad one. Uh, what's our German word of the week? Um, well, last week was waschecht, and I've actually, someone was kind enough to yeah. explain to me what it comes from, and it means, like, we'll survive a wash, right? We'll come it out won't of the wash. wash out. It's, it, will wa it won't wash out it'll come out true right it'll come out as as good as it comes in washing won't modify it 
Yeah, so if I'm a Vashak Chicagoan, that means like you can watch me a million times you in Chicago. Chicago. You can't watch that Chicago out of me. You can't watch that out of me. Yeah, so yeah. That, that was good. That, good yeah, that's for really me interesting. To sort of reflect on. Uh, but the new one is Vashbear. Vashbear. What Germans call raccoons. And it means wash bear. Because they keep washing their hands. Yep. They like to wash their hands, which is a thing in the Keys that we have these teeny tiny little raccoons. They're very, our raccoons here are very cute. Yeah, we don't have squirrels, but we have raccoons yep. and lizards, but also raccoons. Yeah, a lot of ra- we see raccoons a lot when we run. Huh. There are squ- some squirrels like up in Key Largo in the Upper Keys, but not down here. But lots of raccoons. Oh, fancy squirrels! Like they just stay up in the Upper Keys. I was very surprised. Resorts. Like when I was doing my run every road in the Keys last year, because I was like, yeah, I hadn't seen a squirrel for a long uh, time. Not here. Yeah. No, you go up to Key Largo. There, they do have like regular gray squirrels up there. Chickens, greater than squirrels. Hundred percent. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. That's it for the podcast. Is that it? Did we do all the dogs, though? I mean, everybody else is fine. We don't need to do boring. Everything's fine. This podcast is better than that. Maintenance. Who's the dog of the week? The underappreciated the absolutely CBGB. super dog of the week. We've been trying to give him more attention, but he kind of just sleeps. Yeah. And then once he gets anxious, then he needs the attention. But he'll also go out and swim when he needs to. Like, he won't bark about it. See, this is the it. boring part I wanted to Like Voods? Avoid. He won't bark about it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm, aw- I'm bestowing this award. You have to justify an award. Oh, my God. Wake up. Wake up. (laughs) (laughs) If if we're going to be serious about this award, we have to make it good (laughs) every week. (laughs) We didn't even do it last week. (sighs) And I'm sad about it. (laughs) Okay. All right. That was it. That was my... Good job, CBGB. Contribution. Give you some extra green beans. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, That's it. BarkBox is our sponsor. Yeah, Remy ate a BarkBox box. Yeah, the BarkBox hasn't been thoroughly opened yet, but there's a big corner nod out of it. Uh, but if you go to the link in our bio, it link to BarkBox and you help support the podcast. Yep. Okay. Uh, there could be a no rules podcast in the happenings. Who knows? Depends on your butt. Well, I'm leaving. I'm going. I'm running the Boston. Where are you going? I'm going to Boston, uh, kind of near where you went to college. Oh, could you pick up um, Vood's missing leg while you're up there? (laughs) It's Hop's. Oh, Hopper's missing leg. (laughs) Vood's missing brain. Hopper's missing leg. Go to Harvard and get Vood a brain, and then uh, pick up a leg for Hop's. Yeah. Shipping up to Boston. So I'm going to Boston. I'm leaving Saturday, um, running the marathon, Boston Marathon on Monday, and then. Epic, by I'm, the way. I'm very excited. Epic. Thank oh you God. to everybody who follows me on my running account. I'm I'm running Boston on a charity spot because I'm not fast enough to just qualify for it. And uh, both in 2020 when the race was fully canceled and this year, uh, those of you who follow me on my running account have donated to the charity Community, run, uh, community Rowing, which is a great um, rowing group in Boston. And they, the money that I raised went to support their uh, para-rowing program so for people with all kinds of physical disabilities they sent a bunch of people to tokyo hmm? yeah they i think they're they might be the national training center for the paralympic I team think they are they got a fancy boat house yeah yeah i get to go they're they're oh, doing a cool. whole tour and everything oh, I'm um, jealous. yeah they're and they do a lot of programs for like um you know like rowing's kind of a rich white person sport frankly and they do a lot of programs with um kind of under-resourced schools in boston and bring you know elementary middle school high school kids in and have you know free rowing programs they give them free lunch you know like yep. summer rowing camp for kids who normally wouldn't get to do it it's just they're great really great group um just so everyone knows 
the Boston Marathon is like the best marathon in the United States. <laughs> it's like a big deal to run the Boston Marathon. I mean, everyone it's thinks iconic, marathon, yeah. marathon, marathon, blah, blah, blah. But this is like the, I don't know, Cadillac of the marathons. This I mean, is this like is why I'm the excited. The best marathon. It's not just any marathon. This is a like big deal. I mean, we've run a bunch of big city marathons, you and me <laughs> both, and they're great. And But like if I were, like I'm, I actually signed up for the Chicago Marathon, which is also this weekend. Um, normally I would do them both. I would run the Chicago marathon Sunday. And if it were any other marathon on Monday, I would do them back to back. But like the Boston marathon, <laughs> it's, so cool. it's, it's a big deal. Uh, yeah, it even, I mean, a lot of its prestige comes from the fact that, I mean, it's an old race. This is the 125th year of it, but also you have to qualify for it, which I didn't do. So I don't, I don't get quite the cred as someone who qualifies for Boston, but I'm still very excited. It's awesome. So anyway, I'm going to be gone and then I'm, I'm stopping in Maryland at our house for like a day and a half after that. So uh, there's going to be a stretch where I'm gone, but maybe we'll remote pod. Yeah, bring remote a blow pod. high so you're not all lonely up there. <laughs> it's a little big. <laughs> maybe, did they make like teeny tiny blow highs? Maybe. They make little teeny tiny dogs. Yeah, we'll yeah. figure something out. Okay, anyway, uh, thanks everybody. And uh, we've got probably another full week, October 15th life in the household gets a lot easier just from like a work perspective like in travel perspective everything is going to kind of calm down and so there will be more stuff coming from us and hopefully all the dogs will be continuing on their upward trajectories what cameos sure halloween cameos sure go for it yeah if anyone has a an, an idea for a halloween ca cameo we're gonna put the dogs in some costumes and incorporate some pumpkins and do some seasonal stuff in yeah. the spirit of October. Jared Dad is uh, kind of the master of the cameos. We split them up. Like you may get one from him, you may get one from me. Though you you do eighty percent of them at this point. Very recently, you're the ones everyone loves. That's not true. <laughs> oh my God, he was going through you guys. If <laughs> no, you don't tell. Me. No, I'm hundred percent telling. My secrets. My secrets. <laughs> so if you request a cameo, uh, cameo lets you rate the cameo. Everybody uh, gives us five stars. Thank you. It's wonderful, and uh, and so I was like, dear Dad, everybody loves your cameos. He's like, no, they like yours. So he went through all of the ratings to see, and then was like watching the videos. And he's like, this one's yours. This one's yours. This one's yours. Okay. This one's mine. He's like, it's like 10 to one, the five-star ratings, like they all come in on yours. So if you get a, a cameo from GR dad and you like it, maybe give it a good rating. So GR dad knows. I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> you do a great job. Like your cameos. This feels like pity now. <laughs> Uh, I laugh so much at your cameos. I mean, like we do, you know, we do a lot of similar messages for people like it's somebody's birthday. I and just so think yours are really good. I, I mean, some are really good. Uh, same. <laughs> if I get a cameo from you, I'd be like, this is so funny and clever. Like we do, we have completely different styles with how we do them. And, uh, and you know, we make them all different. So we, you know, we've got lots of like little clips of the dogs. We add them together in different ways and different music and stuff for, for each one. So they're all pretty different, but, uh, <laughs> Jared dads are way longer than mine. <laughs> mine are like 30 <laughs> seconds, maybe I, 40. His I are really like, have to restrain myself. It was not good when like TikTok went to three minutes oh to my God. be able to edit it for three minutes. I'm like, minutes. Are you, is this still going on? <laughs> I can't do three minutes. I won't <laughs> no. inflict that on anyone. But you hit like 59 seconds with pretty much all of them. I have to edit it really down to 59 <laughs> seconds. <Yeah. laughs> anyway, so we, 
we did a bunch of like Valentine's Day cameos, a lot of graduation, Mother's and Father Day ones, and I guess we started in February. So yeah, yeah Valentine's like Day and stuff. Hi. Tons of birthdays. Yeah, a lot of just like hi, you're awesome. Those are actually like the ones that are not for a reason are kind of my favorite because we can do like weird kooky stuff with those <laughs> Free form, just yeah. like you're awesome and like here's here's some random stuff, weird music here's we have a good time moods in an aviator suit yeah here we go yeah uh but jared Ant had the idea that like halloween cameos would be cool so if you want like funny dog costume stuff if you want like spooky we can do it on like black and white with groupy music with like Vood, evil Vood, like stalking his prey. Phantom arm. Oh, I have phantom leg. You guys, you don't even know the plans I have for Hopper's (laughs) phantom leg. I can't talk about it yet, but there's like equipment in in the mail on its way to me. Hops doesn't even know. Hopper doesn't even know. Oh, it's gonna be like there's gonna be fishing line involved. Oh, I'm (gasps) I'm so excited. (laughs) So I'm excited. It's gonna be really good. So if you want a Halloween cameo, uh. Yeah, I mean, just the cameo is in all of our bio links. And, I mean, and we're putting stuff, on. obviously, on Instagram and oh, Twitter yeah. and, and, and stories. And yeah, stuff don't do too. it just because you want to see a Halloween video. Like, we'll be making plenty of ha- Halloween videos for yeah, everyone. Yeah, yeah. But if you want for your friend, like, here's Vood, stalking Ingo, <laughs> like, evil Vood face, creepy music, black yeah, and white. Screenplays will be accepted. Yeah, <laughs> Yes, some people do send us, like, full-on scripts. That's, I mean, that's always great. It's like, well, this is easy. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh Anyway, yeah, if you want a cameo uh, for Halloween or for anything, it's in the bio link. We have a fun time. Like, we do probably two to four cameos a day. Like, yeah. it's a it's a pretty big thing, and Jared Dad uh, does a, does the heavy lifting there. But it's a a fun part of our like kind of daily workload. It's now. my vision. I have a my vision. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we get to. It's fun because you like get to be creative. And you're like doing nice things for people and everybody really likes them. Yeah. And, and, and everyone's kind of on the same page because it's just like everyone likes the goofy dogs. Yeah. We like the goofy dogs. Yeah. We have a fun time. And, you know, it it allows us to do kind of crazier stuff like the stuff I bought for Hopper's leg fun times. Uh, <laughs> it's like the, you know, the cameos allow us to justify like buying balloons and like happy birthday kits and costumes and all this stuff because it's like we use them to make stuff for people (laughs) and uh you know it brings some money in to pay for the vet bills and everything where it's like before if i if i spent a hundred bucks a month on like decorations and costumes for dogs i'd feel a little guilty about it but now like that's stuff that we can use to make you guys awesome videos and so you know it's part of this little business that we run yeah, and nice. I think it's fun. And then some of that makes it into the the weekly or, you know, the snaps or the other videos that we post. Costumes too. and props. Yeah. Yeah. Stagecraft. Yeah. It's stagecraft. I mean, we've had like party hats and we That's got right. all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, Boots never remembers his lines. <laughs> never. All right. Thank you for the dad joke. Uh, if you, you want a dad you don't joke. Even know. You don't even know. <laughs> if you want a dad joke, just put it in your cameo request like yeah, please I'll include a dad joke i might be able to pull out one or two. Oh my god uh please include a vink is the moon we do a lot of vink yeah, is the moon yeah. so you'll get your video and then at the end you get your very own vink is the moon <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> <laughs> i mean is it, it a mixed blessing it, it's it's quite loud you don't get the tongue up the nose as much which is good yeah yeah yeah, yeah you don't have to have the full experience okay that's <laughs> that's enough uh until next week don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Don't don't be like Vood. Bye. Bye.